Okay, I found a rabbit hole. Can I can I explain to you this this rabbit hole I found because I I I it I'm like so confused. It's like blowing my mind. Right? And yeah. like no one's talking about it. It doesn't exist, but it also involves like high level celebrities that you would assume people would like like uh Joe Coy is involved. This is not like, what I thought you were going to talk about. Oh no, it goes deep, man. So I was watching a video here on YouTube, uh, Red Letter Media. I am recording, by the way. I don't know if I'm going to put this in the podcast. Maybe it can be a Patreon okay. bit. But but you are recording. I am recording. So don't say any of the normal stuff you're usually saying <laughs> off camera, okay? <laughs> the hell does that mean? <laughs> uh, you know what it means, buddy. The, I was watching this video from Red Letter Media. In this video, they talked about like a um, a recent Christmas movie that came out, like a Christmas horror movie called uh, it's a wonderful knife uh mm. and Ritual. it's yeah no i didn't see it but it has justin long in it funny enough and yeah yeah it's kind of like a slasher comedy thing it, it doesn't look great but they said it felt like a movie written by ai and they were like it's so bad and i know that this i'm getting to my point here this is a long walk for a short drink of water my friend so I go down into the comment section, and the one of the first comments I read, which doesn't even have that many likes, it's just like one of the most recent comments, says like, oh, if you guys want a movie that feels like it's written by AI, just look up Bezos The Beginning. I worked on it as a, uh, like a film tech or something like that, and he's like, and I couldn't believe my eyes when they were filming it. So I looked up this movie, and it's called, it is, it's called Bezos The Beginnings, which was hard to find. If you just look up Bezos the Beginnings, you won't find this movie. You have to specifically look up like the year of the movie and movie specific or like the director's name or something like that to find gotcha. it. Gotcha. Um, and it's written... I, I don't... Well, it's produced and stars this guy named Armando Gutierrez. Okay. And I decided to go on to Armando's imdb page because i was like his face looks so familiar i was like i know i've seen his face before uh and then i saw he was in the little mermaid from 2018 the remake no that came out last year this was the little mermaid from 2018 yeah exactly so, so i click on that and it's a reimagining of the classic tale the little mermaid that has nothing to do with the little mermaid and i'm like whoa that's weird you know what else he was in anastasia that came out in 2020 remember that <laughs> disney classic from 2020 <laughs> anastasia and it and it's a reimagining of disney's classic anastasia okay and she like comes to modern time that's the one that joe coy is in uh yeah and there's a few other actors i i see i've seen in them oh oh brandon ruth Actually, have you seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? I know I, I, you all, I always ask you these things, and you're not really sure. Actually, I think I have seen that one. Uh, he falls in love with Ramona Flowers. Mm -hmm. She has multi-color, and it's like a video game world. Yes. like it's all real, real uh, IRL. But there's like IRL. video game stats when he punches, and oh, he has to fight her ex-boyfriends. Yes, he's one of the ex-boyfriends. Um, 
He's the vegan. Vegan. He has like the blonde hair and he like floats and like a, either way, it's not important. It, all I'm saying is that there are like, okay, I said high tier. We'll say B to C tier celebrities. We'll just be honest. Okay. We'll just say what it is. There is an insane amount of bad movies that this man has made. And it seems like he's obsessed with Mickey Mouse. Or like, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. It seems like he's obsessed with Disney, I should say. Because he made a documentary called Walt Before Mickey, which is not produced or tied to Disney at all. He just made it himself. Um, and Why do you know, people, Where do they get this money? Where do they get the money to do these shit? Therein lies the question, Mitchell. I don't know. I haven't found out anything yet, but I need to know. Because it says that he was an actor in like a few... Like, he was in the Netflix Netflix series House of Cards. Like, he was an actual character oh. in that for three episodes, it says. So he wasn't, like, a character, but he was a staffer. Oh, wait, uncredited. Okay, so he wasn't even credited. But I bet so. he was paid. So I'm wondering, did he take these shitty jobs and then save up all of his money to then make terrible rip-off just... Disney movies? Starring like how's, C-level tier celebrities? Has Disney not come after this guy? No. I, no, no, no not from what, what I understand. Uh, he made like a horror movie called The Mad Hatter. See what, I'm, see what I'm saying here? And yeah, it all leads up to Bezos. This most recent one. And in all of the movies, he stars in it. He produces he it. Yup. And he's always, like, the hero. He's never the villain. He's never a oh side God. character. He has a Tommy Wiseau complex. He does. He's just, like, a little bit better, I think. You know what I mean? Like, slightly. But I'm saying, like, but the needle it, barely moved. Doesn't that make him worse? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially because, not that Tommy didn't, like, take things from other very popular things. Oh, no, but what? no, Tommy. But he's never. just doing Disney. He's like he. It's it's not even like, oh, I, I I made my own characters. It's like no, we're gonna go with the Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I did a twist on Shakespeare or something. It's like no, this is just the Little Mermaid. Because um, like of. Tommy took influences like um, was it? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Death Cab for Cutie, but that's a band. Um, uh, Rebel a without real cart. No, real card name desire. It's the one oh. where he goes, yeah. um, not Lisa. It's Lisa's the name of the girl. In that is that the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know which I know. Uh, why the fuck I can I because all I can hear is Lisa now. Yeah. Um, now, what what's the famous quote from? I literally put in quote because I figured it would have been the first thing that came up. Are, and, just no. look up the name. Just look up the cast or something. Why? Oh. why... <laughs> That I'm literally like finding the hardest way to go about this. Stella. Stella. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what I was trying to say. Is like, uh, I think to Tom worry. even said Joseph that in an interview. <laughs> no, he won't. Uh, he even like said like, oh, I, I wanted to take that and use that for the inspiration for the. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. And he nailed it. We're we we definitely never go on tangents. This is always. Remember, yeah. we're, we're scripted and structured. 
Yeah. But my whole point is, is while I am not oh, yeah. suggesting these movies right now, this will not be my suggestion for this week. Right now. I was uh, wondering that. There may be a month put aside for Armando Gutierrez. Like our oh Marcho, God. our Marcho Gutierrez, and we do it in March. I'm t- should we should we have a month where we we try to find the worst movie and just keep trying to outdo each other? Oh man, oh God. It, it would be well, rough. There, there there has to be. All right, I'm down, but and you know we won't get into all this right now. But m- right. my only stipulation would be that there has to be like rules because it can't just be like. Uh, like a shit barrel the bin somebody recorded it on their phone you found it in a backyard but it's got to have oh, it like has to somewhat of a budget yes yeah it okay, distributed yeah. There, there has yeah yeah because like yeah, it's actually had to be put on platforms not just like i uploaded it to youtube and calling it a movie because i was about to say it's like it's easy to find the worst movie ever if you just go on youtube and find like a bad fan film or a bad yeah. you know yeah so uh there would have to be rules but I'm I'm down for that. Hi. <laughs> hey, Hello. How's it going? Everyone, welcome to the Neon Valley podcast. Bienvenidos. This is episode 30. Ooh, dirty 30. Yeah. I like I I've, I've lost total count when it comes to us recording because like obviously when I edit them and upload them I'm like, "Oh, that's what number it was." But every time I listen back, I'm always wrong. I think I think Last episode, I said it was the 28th, and then the one before that, I said it was the 27th. But <laughs> So I'm, like, one behind. And then I think when we first came back, it was the 21st, but it, I said it was the 20th. Like, yeah, we... <laughs> I, I can't. And now oh, we're going to have to double them, because we'll have, like, the 30th, and then the 31st will be the movie review. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because now they're um, their own things. That's not that's also make true. it any more complicated. No. Which, by the way, that's just a little reminder. We now have two episodes a week. One on Monday, one on Thursday. Uh, today's episode, the Monday show, is just kind of like a chill, laid-back, relaxing, topic-sharing conversation. Like, today, we will be going down our top five best moments, I'm assuming you did, because we haven't discussed leading back up to this. Fuck yeah. Okay. Your face... Kind of says otherwise, but I'm sure you can come up with five on the spot. We'll be fine. I have a solid three yeah. right off the bat. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed I mean, it. five, because that was the, the assignment yes. that I, I'm totally prepared for. Five, yes. <laughs> but um, how was your uh, how's your week been, Mitchell? It's really good. Uh, I'm very excited to show the lacrosse head that I got for uh, the new season. It's a marble dye job, so it's got the teal and white. Ooh, uh, oh, damn I know. son, that is slick. Yeah, yeah, it, nice. it's pretty cool. It's it's called the Surgeon 900. The Surgeon. Sorry, I'm just trying to bring up some of the messages here we got um, in the yeah. Discord. We got some questions. Don't forget yeah. to uh, join oh. our Discord. Oh, I'm not trying to gloss over the the lacrosse head, by the way. Yeah, I want to. I want to come back to that. We're going to come back. Oh, to that, that. Not, there's it plays a key part of this conversation. Yeah, I'm not trying to gloss over it. I'm just letting you know that I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to figure out I was, where. I you think wrote I that. was trying to gloss over because I didn't. Gloss I didn't it. have okay. too much more other to add. I, did I oh, mention that I'm going to well, be playing again on the podcast? No, I don't think you did. Actually, I don't think so. Yeah, so I played lacrosse from pretty much middle school 
uh, through high school. My last two years of high school, I transferred to a different high school and they didn't have a lacrosse team. So Jesus. Uh, so I played volleyball instead. And then I played all four years of college at UNLV, go Rebels. And I actually, I, I had to stop before we went into playoffs because I fractured my wrist and could not play anymore. But yeah, I'll be joining a men's league. So I'm very excited about that. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, no, it, I want to see some vids. Gotta drop me some vids. Some sweet vids. Yeah, I gotta see you playing. I wanted to stay on this topic, and it worked. Because I wanted to land the joke that lacrosse head in college was a very different thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Mitchell? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, buddy? Uh, you're married with a child now. I can't, I can't do that for as long as I used to be the fake oh, laugh the without like, going into an actual coffee fit. <laughs> what do you, fake? What do you mean fake? No, I mean that was all totally real and I'm not phoning it in at all. Asshole. Anyway. <laughs> Alright. I th- did we did we Do you have anything else more to say about the lacrosse? We got head? way we got way more out of that than I was expecting. So <laughs> at this, this point the... it's all just bonus bonus points. So yes, join our Neon Valley Discord, Neon Valley Pod, and leave us questions about my lacrosse head. Either one. This is the lacrosse head episode. Uh, that might be the title of this episode already. I'm just gonna say the Perfect. lacrosse head. Um, yeah, we uh, we finally got mm. some questions in the Discord and Reddit. All right, we have two questions here from Gerbils. There's technically three, but I'm skipping the one he asked about edge runners. I will watch it. Okay, I promise. He asked if you guys could remake any old game. What game would it be? That's a pretty good question. Ooh, as in it's gonna be the same game, but just with like today's level of graphics. Or uh, yeah, no, I think it could go as far as even like the whole Resident Evil Two remake, where it's basically an entirely different game, but it's steeped in the exact same story, like story mode. It's just you know the graphics are entirely different and the gameplay feels different, but it's still the same game. So mm. yeah, <laughs> it's entirely different, but but it's still the same. I said the gameplay is entirely different, but it's still the same game. That can be that can be a thing. Well, I guess the gameplay is uh, entirely different. That's a lie. Okay, whatever. Stop. All right, you go first cuz I I'm, Oh, I didn't have I one. Have... You looked like you had oh. one. I was... Okay, I have one. Okay. So my my natural instinct is to go with Oblivion because I personally believe I loved Oblivion more than Skyrim. I felt, I, yeah, I think I do have to go with Oblivion because compared to the gameplay of Skyrim, Skyrim felt very empty for a lot of areas. Compared to Oblivion? Well, I guess Oblivion yeah. was more compact. Maybe is that and, like, what it was? And when you think of like the Imperial City, right? The Imperial City was huge. There was so many places to go and so many things to do within the Imperial City. There was the arena, um, the Thieves Guild, a lot of that took place there. And Skyrim, I felt like all the cities were a lot more scaled down. And I think they just I don't know, spread even like, more of the things out to the different cities, maybe, because it was a much bigger map. So I think it was it, more it, of like, yeah. instead of everything being within that Imperial City... It's like, well, let's put the arena up here and let's put something over in Mark Hearth and let's put the, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I, and and I liked I liked the Daedric Shrines uh, a little bit more in Oblivion. The Oblivion Gates as well. You know, it was kind of something that took you to 
what felt like a different area of the game. Now, not to say that a lot of the Oblivion Gates felt very kind of copy and paste, but it's going through game. the Oblivion Gates at the very end of it, you would get that I think a sigil stone that was a increase to like it was a it had it gave you a really big boost in either stats or some special effect to your weapons. So it was always like, oh, I got the sigil stone. This one is, oh, it, it has like a life drain effect or something like that. I just you, felt like, but wasn't that Skyrim the same excitement of like that shout every time you found out what that new shout was, dude? That hyped me up because it was always something insane I didn't expect. Or I'm like, this one raises the dead, you know? Like that shit was. Sick. Oh yeah, and and it, yeah, it's definitely not to say like I didn't like Skyrim because I dumped hours. Yeah, Skyrim. I I can't really say much. I didn't. I never finished Oblivion, so I I don't have the experience of like actually because I Skyrim oh, was my dude. first Elder Scrolls because like we've talked about so. Um, the ending like the the last uh, almost i guess chapter of oblivion it's it's just like okay shit's happening okay double the shit out okay quadruple the shit is happening it is it is insane uh i, I thought it was fantastic it was really well done and even when you're talking with people you have the ability to kind of bribe them you can try to sweet talk them and that will make them like you more i felt the interactions with people there was a lot more options in oblivion so yeah mm -hmm. I, I think i would i would definitely go with uh, oblivion in terms of if i was going to remake a game that's fair so you're saying you personally because you wouldn't want Beth bethesda re to remake it because god knows what they would do with it at this point like fuck you <laughs> Because I, 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 man, I've revisited Starfield and like, oh, dude, Starfield, everything just feels like a fetch quest. Again, we talked about Baldur's Gate. Everything yeah. in Baldur's Gate feels like there's intention and there's a consequence. Starfield is literally go here and do this and return and I will give you coin. Yeah, which it sucks because the game play, like the feel of it isn't terrible. Like, I think like the gunplay is actually not bad for a Bethesda game because usually like Fallout, like that's pretty rough. That's why they literally had to implement the VAT mechanic because the yep. shooting in Fallout sucked so bad and they knew that, that they had to make a mechanic that stopped oh, time. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like the game came out and then they implemented it. It was like during design, they realized oh, like, hey, combat okay. is really difficult for us to like do in this software. Uh, so they came up with the VAT system. But in Starfield, it feels really nice. And But the story and the quests are just, like, unplayable. And it sucks because it's almost like they've inversed. Because, I'll be honest, as someone who hasn't played Oblivion and has tried to replay it and, like, start it, it's literally the opposite. Where the story and the quests are amazing, but the gameplay and, like, the functions are almost unplayable. Like, as mm. as compared to, like, what I'm used to of a modern game now, there's things that, like, mm. frustrate me. Like, the combat and the slowness and the, the even, mm. even the dialogue can be very, like, tedious in that game. But, again, the story and the quests are so good that it, like, makes you want to keep playing it. Uh, yeah, so it's so funny how it's, like, it's like they, it's like they were at two ends of the spectrum. In the very middle was Skyrim. They, they met this perfect point of, like, ah gameplay and story and the gameplay in skyrim's a little messy too you know the combat's not like fucking dark souls but uh but it's also it's such a big game so i i, I if what i would hope for elder scroll 6 is the kind of more character interaction that i felt oblivion had 
Mm. I also I also like that Oblivion had I felt a little bit more and not I mean Skyrim has you know kind of foresty areas, but I felt Oblivion was just a little bit more bright. Where Skyrim always feels like it's a little bit darker. Hmm. But really? Because for I'll, me, Oblivion feels like not gray, but like sepia. Like I always get that kind of like yellow tinge when I think of Oblivion. Hmm. Um, and in now, to be fair, in Skyrim, I think of a gray tinge. So it's not like I think of Skyrim as like colorful and bright, unless you have a mod or something like that. But same right. with like Oblivion things. But again, I didn't get very far into Oblivion, and those first couple cities are kind of like dingy, and you're near the coastline, and like I mean, Imperial City's gold and vat and big and vat. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I always just got that like kind of like maybe it's just the aesthetic of the early two thousands games. Yeah. You know? I, I like the vastness of Skyrim. I just feel that it could be more populated. So I think if you took what I think was like, we'll call the population mechanics and, and the character and interaction mechanics of Oblivion, you add that to something that's at the scale of Skyrim, but that looks like Starfield. I don't know. And, well, and, I don't yeah, know. From, from like graphic quality. I, you maybe, know, maybe I didn't play Starfield enough. No, 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 no. I'm not disagreeing with that. Part. Oh, okay, uh, okay. No, no, no. no. Uh, um, yeah, Starfield looks great. Like, I, I think that's the one thing people shitting on it for are completely wrong. I don't get why people are like, it looks like trash. No, it actually looks like a very pretty game. Like, if like, you're trying to play it on your Xbox One, like me, your original one, it's it's gonna fucking run or look terrible. But when I played it on my wife's Xbox, which is the the newer one, I was like, oh, this shit actually looks good. So I can only yeah. imagine what it looks like if you have it on like a PC. Yeah, like a high end PC or something. Like yeah, some of the character models are like a little wonky and weird. But again, like whatever. You know, it, they literally made like a thousand of of them, so it's fine. And that's the thing; it's so vast, it's just insane. I, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about Elder Scrolls Six, uh, especially because when they revealed the trailer and before Starfield came out, like a month before, I think Todd Howard like reaffirmed that they haven't really hit the ground running. <laughs> with the story of, of Elder Scrolls six yet. And, and like, you can look at that as a good thing. Cause it's like, Oh, they're not rushing it, but it's like, you haven't even started yet. Like you can't, you can't, can't lay the groundwork of something, you know, like it, he's making it sound like they haven't even now, whether or not they've done the mechanics, mm. maybe they have like a, a playground they've built within that world. I just, I have opinions about Bethesda that have changed over the last like four or five years that like it's and it sucks because I feel like they're just shooting themselves in the foot because they refuse to abandon their old game engine. They're still using the same game engine from I believe Oblivion, uh, if not. Oh wow. Uh yeah, like it's called like Frostbite, and they update it. I think it's I think it's Frostbite. I I might be wrong about that one. Don't don't flame me. But yeah, it's like they uh they've been they refuse to like update or change their software like. If they would just build a game in fucking Unreal, like, who cares? Like, I don't know why they have this pride to use their own engine, but it's the reason things are so clunky. And, they, and like, someone pointed out uh, that there was a sandwich. And, and, like, for people who don't know much about, like, video games, this might not sound, like, crazy, or it might not even make sense. But, like, there's this sandwich in, Sky uh, I was about to say Skyrim, in Starfield, that someone downloaded the model of like 
you know, uh, pulled it from the game and then put it into a 3D model source. And they literally found that it had like hundreds of faces and vertices on it to make it the shape that it is. And like, it doesn't have to do that. Like that's using so much process power for just this one uh. little tiny sandwich that's on a table that's just wasting any like time. And that's the reason the game is 130 gigabytes big is because they refuse to like figure out how to compress a fucking sandwich to not be 300 vertices and faces. Like, it, like I'm, I'm using terms that are kind of like 3D element terms, uh, but like mm. still either way, the, the point resides. They, they refuse to, to like just update their shit. And um, it's the reason like the Obsidian got dropped and left and like started doing Outer Worlds, which was in like their own series. Um, I'm, I'm more excited for their game, which I can't remember the name of. Arcane? No, that doesn't sound right. Ooh. That's already, that's already oh. out. Um, it was the, do you remember? It was a trailer from like the Game Awards or something like two or three years ago where the guy is doing magic it's like first person and there's like a dragon coming out of a cave and he has like sigil magic that he like shoots out like fucking doctor that strange sounds, that that does sound familiar yeah avowed i yeah avowed that's what it's called i don't know why it just hit me but it, did. it looks like it just hit yeah you yeah like, oh. it, like, I, I didn't see it on my phone it's blank uh avowed <laughs> yeah it it looks really good um but again i it also i also know nothing about it so i shouldn't say too much i'm sorry i went on my little bit you shouldn't be rant. avowed too no, did I just break my gun? Okay, no, we're good. Okay. I'm sorry. I went on my little rant. We also... You did answer the question. I did not answer the you question. You did not. And then we talked about... You just went in on my answer. Yeah. No, I I liked your answer a lot. I just... I went in on Bethesda because I was curious about whether or not you would get them to remake the game because I was like, don't. <laughs> if I could sit them down and have a conversation with them about what I expect... There you go. Otherwise, I would be like, you need to go over to... Was it Larian? The ones that did Baldur's Gate? Ooh. And be like, have up. them because if if you get that level of like voice acting um animation immersion of the game with the size of world and interaction with the world oh dude you're looking at i don't need to have a life anymore because that's it <laughs> i know well even for me like bring obsidian back like i mean obviously i'm sure i don't know how if they're you know on good terms or if, if they're even the same people who work for the companies that are even connected anymore or whatever because obsidian's the one who worked on um fallout new vegas uh fallout 3 and I believe they had a little bit of a hand in Oblivion and Morrowind, like, early on. Like, they were some of the team members from Obsidian. Oh. So, like, those were the early on guys. That's why Outer Worlds has such a deep, like, you can, it's it's steeped in that same kind of Bethesda feel, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, uh, anyway, I will answer the question, you know, so I'm sorry. It's, uh, no, mine was actually genuinely going to be uh, Earthworm Jim. Do you remember Earthworm Jim? You know why I remember Earthworm Jim? Why is that? When I was in like... So I went to something called La Petite Academy when I was a kid, and I think it was like a pre-K. It, it was something like that. They yeah. had a Sega, because it was on the Sega, right? The Genesis? It was. I think it was on a couple different consoles, because I had it for the N64. But I think it was so cross-platform. 
Okay, so which, whichever one that they had it, because they actually had one at this kinder, I'll call it a kinder care. Yeah, remember that, those I, days? Bro, I was, I was so heavily bullied there. Like, I would watch the kids play. But Sorry, I don't mean to wasn't... laugh. Just the way, just, that was just so out of left field. Like, I know it, it was the way you said it. I'm sorry, that's the only reason I like Because I thought you were about to say like, oh man, I played that game so much. And you were just like, oh man, I got bullied so no, bad. No, I, didn't, I, I like... didn't get to play. None of the kids. So I, when I was growing up, I had a nervous tick where I would like roll my head and then like nod it forward. Mm. And because it was weird and different, other kids uh, made fun of me for it. And so because of that, I, uh, I I I wasn't allowed to play the game because I was the weird kid. So mostly like, why were they just letting us play fucking video games at this kinder care? They just did not want to watch. Oh us. no, those weren't. Yeah, those were just babysitters. Basically. I had my Game Boy Color and I wanted to trade Pokemon with people. And again, nobody wanted to play with the weird kid who had a nervous tick. There was one time we were on a bus. We we're gonna go to the pool, and one kid stands up and says, "Hey Mitchell, if you don't do that tick thing." then we'll let you play with us today. Now the entire bus is staring at me. And, <laughs> and of course, it's a nervous like, it's thing. a nervous thing. Yeah, of course, it's going to ignite it even more. Damn, that's it. Kids are insane, man. Cause I, I totally that, forgot about that. Thanks. My my only reasoning for Earthworm Jim to get past your very depressing story that I'm very sorry that <laughs> that happened to you. Um, I was too. fat, if it makes you feel any better. I, I <laughs> always got picked last because I was fat, but whatever. Uh... I only I pick Earthworm Jim because I I kind of I miss like weird games like there are still a few they still make some but just imagining like a third person like shooter with a worm guy as the main character and yep. you're still in this crazy world and using like a uh, like I know he used the gun to like swing across shit and like it was very like Indiana Jones but as a worm so yeah I'm down for that. I miss like weird concept games like that. Everything now is just like, you're a guy who is a grave robber. And in this one, you're a guy who shoots vampires. And in this one, you're a girl who shoots vampires. It's like, okay. Now you're a vampire who shoots girls? Yeah. That That's why I was super hyped about the Bio Mutant. Do you remember that game or he remember hearing about it? I'm going to look it up because that one I don't. I was super hyped for it because it kind of resembled the days of like N64 games where you play as a small little creature and you're fighting other creatures, you're collecting things, but it's in like a modern setting. But the game was so Ooh. disappointing. They just kind of like, oh. yeah, they they just didn't follow through. It was almost like I feel like there could have been a good game, but they got crunched into releasing it too quickly. And then it just kind of sucked. And, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Happened. Yeah. So yeah, I miss those old kind of games. Damn. That one question took us over a half an hour. So Joseph, do your thing. All right. Let's, let's do one more and then we'll do our, okay. uh, our top five of the year. Okay. All right. Dribbles said, if you could make a game slash movie slash show in any universe, wait, what? Which universe would you choose and why? I'm trying to think of what that question like. If you can make a game of any shows universe, is is it mean like that? 
Oh, and, oh, like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm. I don't know why I got so esoteric with this question. Yeah, he's just asking like if we could make a game, movie, or show based on any property ever. What would it be? Like, what universe would we be in? Like the Marvel universe, the Sonic universe, the Resident Evil universe. Yeah, that. Yeah, but what would it be? So this is, it's okay. There's fun. It's funny. What was it? There, there's a game out now that's called Shinobi Strikers, and this was like shortly after Fortnite. I remember saying, "Oh, it'd be super cool if there was like a battle royale kind of style of like ninja fighting." Mm-hmm. And and Shinobi Strikers kind of became that. It's not as necessarily like you get dropped in with like a hundred people, but it is like five v five, and you use ninjutsu to attack it's each other. It's a lot other. of fun. I, I remember that. I think yeah. I think one of the coolest facts is you can run on the walls, so you could be like having full on combat fights like on a wall at a ninety degree angle while people are fighting down next to you. It's but sick. I think if they were to do something like that with the Elder Scrolls again, I'm I'm picking like my two favorite things where it's more ninja based so it's like the naruto world is the world of the elder but scrolls but an open world game but an open world game where you create your I own knew character that's where you were going with that you yeah, can pick yeah. the the family lineage clan or or i think it'd be cool too to have an an option where you just get randomly dropped in and you have to discover what your powers are and and doing different quests might the help the lore like, is already there it's like the game just has to be made you know what I mean? It, exactly. You don't. You don't even have to recreate anything. All you have to do yeah. is is, and I mean, they even did it. The fighting game had its own special story that isn't even a part of any of the series. It's not manga canon. It is. It's just its own. It's literally called special story when you play it <laughs> instead of story mode. So you come up with something like that where okay, this is the big bad enemy, and you can either side with them. You can be a bad guy or you can be a good guy. And again, you have the five main villages that maybe you could come from each village being like the big hub world and then out in the open is where like all the skirmishes happen i think there is a lot of groundwork already done with building the lore of the world oh it would just be about creating the game and i think a game like elder scrolls because again you spells ninjutsu like a a lot of those things i think yeah yeah over great questions we uh well to be fair we didn't really answer the question well you said naruto I didn't. I didn't answer. The Again, question. I've answered the question, and yeah. you have. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't. I don't really know necessarily. I think you know what I would love to make a good Resident Evil movie. Like I. I don't think. Oh, I'm, you would flip it. Yeah, exactly. Because like I. I don't think they've done. I don't think any movie they've made for Resident Evil has done any of the games justice, and. While I don't think that I could, like, direct and write and produce, like, a perfect movie, I think I know enough from the games of what it would take and enough about horror movies to make a good Resident Evil horror movie. So mm-hmm. I think I could pull that off. But, yeah, I would I would love to make something like that. Um, also, Bioshock still deserves, uh, if not, no, I, I think a movie hmm. wouldn't do it enough justice. I think it deserves, like, a series. But, Mini like, an series? HBO series with, like, 50, 45-minute episodes. Yeah, like a Netflix, like, miniseries. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. HBO's dead, so HBO's gotta move on from that. <laughs> All right. Speaking of moving on, should we get on to Not our next time. topic here, Mitchell? Thank you for the Let's question, Gerbils. Uh, by the way, if anybody else wants to leave questions, make sure to join that Discord and the Reddit as well. Links will be in the description down below. All right. Where are my 
top five. Okay. So you you didn't you're not you're not like it doesn't look like you're reaching for anything. It doesn't look like you're bringing anything up on the computer. So actually, that's oh, a, could, that's a good you, point. You I know because I I did. No, I actually did write. I think at least my <laughs> top two. <laughs> okay, so maybe some of the things I say will help Inspire. ignite some memories for you. So how about I go first? Okay, let's do that. I'll go with my number five. Actually, well, you know, I have some honorable mentions. I'll do that first. Uh, an honorable mention. So my the demo release I had for my game. That was one Super I had. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it in my top five moments of the year, but for sure it was very like inspiring for me, like seeing people's reactions. And it, it, yes, it was it was very nice. So thank you guys again. If if anybody listening happened to play it, ScareBnB on itch.io full game coming soon sooner than you think but further away than you hope uh oh and then my other honorable mention is i went to the oregon zoo with audrey uh about like two weeks ago so that was oh, pretty recent nice. and that was a lot of freaking fun animals are awesome especially when you can see those many animals up close and personal god damn man we are into my number five of my official top five of the moments top five of the I moments I have four now. Let me write these down before I forget. Ah, see? There we go. All right. And I bet you didn't write this one down, and I, you're welcome, because it'll be your number five. It's the Level Up Expo. <laughs> Why are you laughing? We'll get to it. Is that your number one? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh... Well, are you left? That happened this year, right? I'm not fucking crazy. It was like no, that that's not why. I, I, yeah, it wasn't. No, it was it was this year. It was this okay. past year. Okay, so we did do this last year, and last year I think we made sure that if we had any ones that overlapped, we talked about them at the same time. Yep. So, so okay. So the, the reason for my laugh was that is my number. Or unless I come up with a fifth, okay, which I, that... I probably will be able to. Okay, so we do have them on the same list, which about the yep. same levels. Which again, you, it might be your fifth if you have another one that goes above it. But yeah, no man, that was a lot of fun. It was kind of last minute for me. I wasn't expecting to go, and you invited me, and yeah, I I I was a little nervous at first because I'd never been to a con or an expo before, mm -hmm. but. It's a lot of fun, man. Oh, actually, that's perfect, because this is also my number five as well. Um, so Level Up, for those that don't know, is both a, you know, anime, but also a... And I think it's a little bit more geared towards video games in general, but a lot of that that genre. So a lot of those cultures mesh. And it, again, it was something that I think it was me, my wife, um, my buddy, and his wife. And then, yeah, I'd reached out to you and said, hey, do you... Do you want to join us? Not really expecting, because again, it, I I thought it was going to feel a lot more anime geared, and I was like, I don't know if he's going to want to go to that. But not only did you come, I think you had a really good time at that. Yeah, no, it, you caught me at one of those moments where I was just, I was like, you know what? I want to be a little adventurous. I want to try something. Because yeah, like you said, I, I wasn't too familiar with the anime side of it, but once I found out it was more of a, not more of, but also a gaming expo, I was like, well... I can get into that and yeah we even played a few demos going around the booths mm -hmm. 
uh, bought some sick jackets and clothes. And uh, you get the coolest like random stuff at uh, the anime conventions. Yeah, I love I love all the different like uh, booths and tents they have set up, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Evie walked by with the Evie parade or whatever that was. Yeah, that's right. There was a giant Evie, and man, that that was popular. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was my number five. Um, while it was not life changing. It was one of the funnest moments of the year, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. And again, I think the spontaneousness was also something that you don't often do. So when you do, I I was just really excited that it was such a positive memory. Yeah, no, it turned out good. And uh, what, they had G Fuel, G Fuel, three for $5 or something? Oh, yeah, it was but actually my- like a really good deal. We were, we were hopped up on G Fuel, ma. Yeah, a little too hopped up. All right, so you know what? Since we had the same one, why don't you do your number four now? So number four is kind of going to be a little spoiler for my number one. So I had something in this year, and I went to a different anime convention later on, and at that anime convention was the voice actor for a specific character, this will be revealed. I had a baby. We've already talked about that on the, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming so, that was your number one anyway. I mean, it was hard. For yeah, so that, to- yeah, having the babies, it, it was also the reason why it was really hard to think of other things because I'm like, my life has been so focused yeah. on this baby. Uh, Not, but what I realized yeah. was uh, my number four is we got to meet the voice actress for Ari, who's from My Hero Academia. Academia. Yeah, that's right. Because I always you get it confused right with where I used to work. Yeah, I got that's what confused me. So we found uh we went to a convention, her voice actress was there. So we got a Airy Pop signed for my daughter that had like a little message that I wrote and it was funny. She's like, Do you want to to come up with something? Do you want me to write something? I was like, grow up to be your own hero. Because it's <laughs> called my hero, and, and so I I was really proud of that. And then we also had Deku, who is the main character from that series, but he's the one that really like takes care of uh, Eri, and and so we got both of them as well to sign one of like the super big pops. So we have one of just Eri, the smaller one, and then we have the larger one with Deku and Ariana signed by both their voice actors, and I, it was a really cool experience to meet someone who had kind of helped inspire what we ended up naming our daughter. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember you telling me that story, and, like, that's a pretty surreal experience, you know. Um, I'm surprised it's not above actually having your daughter. That's weird. Because <laughs> it's anime and baby-related, so you yeah. get the both. So you would think... The best of both. I cut out the word best there on myself. You get the both. <laughs> you get the both of it. No, yeah, I was go- I was going to say that this year was a little bit more difficult than last year. I don't... And I think it's because major things happened. But because those major things happened, there wasn't time for, like, smaller things to happen. Does that make sense? A lot more more planning and and getting stuff done than it was, you know, celebrating. But again, it's one of those, it's building. And I think next year we're going to have really big, you know, holy shit. We were able to do this because we set ourselves up in this. I I like to call it a building year. This was, I felt definitely a building year yes yeah which um is always 
less cringy to say in December than it is in January. If you go yeah, into when the you year say <laughs> going, this is a building year, you sound like a douche. But when it's December and you go, you know what? This was a building year. That's yeah, good. I, did, That's I actually good did stuff this year to set me up for, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that it feels a lot better. Uh, but yeah, because obviously I have something on my list here that will be a big change in my life that, uh, again, didn't really have time for smaller changes uh but okay my number four was an oregon football game was the first ducks game me and audrey went to oh yeah uh, that was so much fun because we had really good games i the only way i can describe it is we did it like we were 21 like we just went from the minute we woke up we cracked open a beer you know we, and like i haven't done that in forever like yeah i might have an afternoon beer on the weekend or something but to just wake up and start drinking like no so yeah we immediately started the day off started drinking right we had some breakfast and then we walked down to the football game which is what all the college students do you walk down you don't drive we're close enough okay and, and especially because you're, you're gonna be so shit faced drive yeah, well, exactly. yeah, of, of course of course yeah, yeah. um and <laughs> so we were like no go down there we walk and we had I think we crushed a drink before the game even started, like right when the doors opened and we got in, of course, and had some delicious cheese fries, had some nachos. We had uh, Beast is crawling around in the background. It looks really funny. Uh, but yeah, I bought some merch. Like we just had the full experience, you know? Yeah. Uh, we're cheering with the other fans who were there and like talking with them, getting to know them, telling them how we're new and all this stuff. And yeah, I, even though I've been to plenty of games, this this one was a little bit different because it was like a brand new town, brand new city. You're you're feeling the energy of a whole other city that you're not a part of. And and it's funny because I think the the easier part for me too is that I don't have any connections to like college sports. You know, like yeah, of course I'll cheer oh, yeah. for UNLV because all of my friends went and like I lived in that city, but I don't have a connection to that. So there is no like there was zero animosity. Where if I was in another professional stadium, I might still be thinking a little bit, well, it's like, yeah, it's not the Eagles though, or so. But yeah, that that was it was a lot of fun. I'd say that was my number four. <laughs> nice. I like it. My number three. Uh, I moved into a house. So Tyler, we were actually roommates for many number of years. I think I was in that apartment for like six and a half, if not seven years long. And I went from a two bedroom, two bathroom, like 1100 square foot apartment to a four bedroom house. So, I mean, even I have my own office where I do both my work and music and streaming. And it, it was, it was one of those things that I, I just, I'm not, I don't own it. I'm renting, but still to to be in the area I wanted to be in to kind of make that move. And my goal is that this time next year we'll be looking to buy a house. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it, again, it's I'm I'm taking the steps that I feel like are getting me closer to that end goal. And it 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 was something that kind of told me is I'm on the right path so far. So it, it was one of those. It was a. I, I felt like something I've wanted for a while had finally come to fruition. That's crazy. I can't believe that happened this year. Like like we were saying that it feels a like a lot of shit happened this so year. Much, yeah, so much happened within that house already that it feels like you've lived there for two years or something. Mm-hmm. But 
yeah i mean i remember helping you move and stuff so yeah that yeah wow and that wasn't too long before we moved so like yep. uh, yeah wow jeez uh wow um yeah so my my number three is all of us going golfing oh uh, shit yeah fuck you i bet you don't have that dick <laughs> you know what i might have to all right because Bumped you down the level. expo <laughs> yeah i'm gonna I'm bump down the level because i had a great time but well man it's so hard to say because again it was something that wasn't necessarily in your element that well, you decided then, yeah for the golfing thing you're saying yeah the golfing yeah. thing yeah um <laughs> that was so much fun i had such a great time yeah no i i had to put it on my list because again like you said it was something out of my norm i don't usually do it uh which f- funny enough that does feed into the thing i remembered city and did say is that he said we should have a debate about golf saying mm-hmm. that we should do the uh is it a sport or not yeah or like you know defend like it's it's thing which is funny that would not be my angle because i think okay because uh, i'm gonna say this i think that's a dumb argument of course it's a sport like i yeah. think but i think chess is a sport you know what I mean? Like, I think anything that involves any kind of competition and physicality at all or mentality is a sport. Like, just straight up. That, that yeah, there's, there's, yeah. That Now, whether or not people want to disagree with my, like, definition of a sport, well, that's a whole other but to, thing. But to say, is golf a sport? I'm like, eh. there's other things you might have a, a better chance created an argument about. But like video I, games. Like video games is an argument you maybe could make, but even that I would consider like an esport. Like that's a sport. Yeah, like it is sport. It is a Mexican sport. Yeah, uh, because there's training involved. I think that maybe that's one of the facets. Is there training involved? Do you have to become the best at that thing? Then it's is, kind of as a sport. Is a being way. a Pokemon trainer a sport? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, if it was real in that world, yeah, of course it's a sport. That would be the ultimate sport. Yeah, that, I mean, it's it's like having... Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I always kind of felt like being a Pokemon trainer was like having a kid and putting them in karate. Because then you're just sending your kid to battle other people's kids. <laughs> it's really a fucked up... You can't think too deep into the Pokemon idea. Use double the, kick. The more, you, the more and more you think about it, you're just like, oh, it's animal abuse. This is chicken fighting. This is just cockfighting. That that's the only way I've rationaled it is they seem to be at least like conscious enough to know when they do and don't want to take part in it, where like animals clearly don't. Yeah. And again, you put your kids in karate, they're gonna go fight somebody else's kid, and everybody it, it, cheers and watches that. It's the Dobby excuse. Uh, how in Harry Potter, they have the 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 house elves. This like mm-hmm. they're literally slaves, right? But then in one of the books, like the fourth or fifth one, J.K. Rowling made sure to have this little part where they're like, oh, we love being these house elves. This is our favorite thing is to clean and to to cook for you. It's what we live for. It's like, okay, we have to make that point because, uh, yeah. So, yeah, of course, Pokemon love it. They love it. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Golf. So, yeah, I think (laughs) golf is a sport. I think that's a silly argument. My my stance would be whether or not it's ethical that's my thing it's like whether or not the resources used for golf are worth the outcome you know Mm -hmm. that because that's always been my weird thing is like how much water and land it uses um but again i i have learned that in certain cities there's literally only irrigation 
because they yep. built a golf course. Now that speaks more to capitalism and how fucked yeah, I up think, I capitalism think, yeah, is. It, it becomes levels, right? Because you start at one and then you're like, oh, but it did a good thing. Why does it require that to do a good thing? And and then you just yeah. keep going up and then you're like, it's the fucking moon. Yeah, exactly. It's all Elon Musk's fault at the end of the day. We just need to accept it. Uh, but yeah, I that would not be my, my stance on that. But yeah, I... I I thought that was funny. But yes, I had a lot of fun golfing. And to be fair, the Vegas golf course that we went to uses recycled water, and that shit nasty, dog. You oh, don't want to go near you that. Sm- if you're on a Vegas golf course, you it, you could have your eyes closed to be put on a golf course in Vegas, and you're like, that... Here's every golf course in Las Vegas, because I've played a bunch, and, and I've played very nice courses, all have the same sign by the water. Do not touch the water. Do not yeah. go in the water. Do not drink the water because it's all the reclaimed water. It is not yeah. fresh pond. I feel so bad for all the the geeses and the I know, ducks. Right, those poor turtles and shit. Like, oh, water. It's like, no, get out of there. No, get it's yeah, it's get a trap. Out of, all the alligators. <laughs> the Vegas alligators in there. The Vegas, the Vegas gators. That was my number three. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, there's not too much to say about it. We got shit faced. It's funny. This tells you how good this is that it made it to number three on my list. Oh, is yeah. that the post? No, 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 you don't even know. It's so good that it makes up for what happened afterwards. Oh, dude, you got destroyed. I had the worst. <laughs> like, I can't even call it a hangover. I think what happened was I uh, had like the, a heat stroke, heat. essentially. I think, you were, I think you were dehydrated. Exactly. Yeah, I think I was mostly dehydrated. Got home, tried to chug some water. Even though we were drinking water throughout the day, it was not enough. We, we were no. pounding drinks. No, because you were in and the sun, so the water was bouncing off the alcohol. It's five degree. Yeah, that's it's right. It was. It's yeah, Vegas golfing is. Uh, it gets tough in the summer, and the winter's actually not been bad at all. I would imagine that's almost the best time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I I was destroyed when I got home, and I took one bong rip, and actually no, it was a dab. And I think maybe the heat from the dab and like the vape, like drying out my throat even more, like it turned, it put me into a tailspin of just like, I ended up on all fours in the shower, like moaning, just Ooh. waiting to die. I just wanted to yep. die, dude. I was like, kill me. I hate this. Like my head feels, I, I, we were five seconds away from taking me to the emergency room because I didn't know how serious what I was going through was. It was like, it was yeah. that bad. And it still made top three. Still made top three, baby. Right. All right. What's your number two? My number two was uh, my first performance at Su- as Suku. Uh, I was very excited. I got to play at a place called Ninja Karaoke downtown. I had a, a great crowd there to support me, and it was... It, it was an incredible time. It was again. I, I've done other performances, but this is the first time that, as my my rap persona Suku, that I got to perform, and I got to perform uh, two songs, which are out now on all streaming platforms. Look up Suku T S U K U, Death Note, as well as Oolong are available everywhere, and some unreleased music as well. And it, I got really good feedback, so it was it it was a it was just an awesome experience and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even people were coming up to me afterwards that, like, I didn't know that I hadn't invited, and they were like, you had really great energy. So, very excited about that. It was, uh, it it meant a lot, and I hope that there's a lot more to come in the next year. That's cool, man. Yeah, I, 
I guess I didn't realize that was your first Suku show. Because, of course, I've seen yeah. you perform mm -hmm. before. I guess, I guess I just didn't. Yeah, that is your first, like, Suku show. That's sick. And I got paid for it, which yep. was, like, not anything that ever happens. Typically, they make you buy the tickets, sell them. They're like, no, you get paid for everyone that comes to see yeah. you specifically. And I was like, fuck yeah. My yeah, my my second is uh, Audrey's birthday. We went to a, I was about to say bed and breakfast, not a bed and breakfast. It's just a hotel, uh, we're like right on the beachfront. Like literally, the back door oh. is just leads out to the beach, and it was like a birthday trip for her but it was like this kind of trip for us to just kind of completely relax after the move because we had been there about a month uh and it was a way to just totally unwind and it was awesome there was like this hot tub inside of the hotel room that was two machine two people wide oh we'll get to that that's number one. No, just kidding. That's number one. I killed baby Hitler. I went back to 1985. So, <laughs> yeah, there was this huge freaking hot tub slash bath in the room that was two people wide that, like, faced the window and the TV. And, like, they gave us a free bottle of champagne because we told him it was the... Oh. Birthday, uh, yeah. It, actually, you know what? It was the... It was also kind of our anniversary... Oh, nice. Combined, because um, I was gonna say that doesn't happen in Vegas. You're paid for that that bottle of champagne. And yeah, paid, like ten times as much as you would just going and buying one from the store. Yeah, we were blown away. We're like for free, we're like just for that. So now Audrey has taken it upon herself to add a little note onto every place we we go to now that says, "Oh, it's also our anniversary." I'm like, you have to stop doing that. <laughs> They're not not so everyone is going to give us. Well, a, yeah, I yeah, yeah it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to say it, uh, but just not in Vegas. They're going to be like, "That's cool." Did you want to pay more for special accommodations? I was like, "Just don't no. do anything you have to verify." Okay, just don't do anything you have to verify. No, no, no birthdays. I'm pregnant. They're like, "Well, we're there. definitely not giving you free champagne." Then. Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. It again. It, it was. There's not too much to say about it. It was just a very beautiful, intimate, like, night and morning, and we had a lot of fun. And you didn't almost die after. Uh, <laughs> it's <was> debatable. <laughs> Drive home was a little rough. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, all right, so that, that leads us down to the number one. Uh, I'm a dad now, uh, so that is is yeah. pretty much going to be overarching. Uh, I don't know why I, I I like genuinely thought you were going to say something else. I don't like I knew what it was, <laughs> but just I think we've gone through this for so long. I was just like, oh, what's what's your number one, Mitchell? Yeah. So it yeah. It again. It's it's one of those. It's incredibly rewarding. Love her to death. I I'm seeing more personality traits in her as she's developed, but uh, yeah, yeah. By far, easily number one was definitely becoming a dad. Man, it's so. I mean, we've talked about it like a bunch of times on the podcast, but it's still insane to even think about. Like, because I, I had an old friend message me, Brandon, messaged me on Twitter. Believe it or not, holy shit! Yeah, right. Uh, and he actually said he was like, uh, he was like, I listened to you, you're in Mitchell's podcast, and he was like, that Christmas episode was hilarious. I was like, oh my god, oh, that's shit. super cool. I was like, that's awesome. So look at us bringing people back together through our podcast. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> but no, yeah. Who uh, thought, who thought, I, didn't, I didn't think we'd be here. Yeah, not me. And Hope you're doing well, Brandon, if you're listening. 
Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it was it was just insane to think about like because we were talking about how the old days of going to South Point and Town Square and having the realization that that was literally 15 years ago and it like broke my brain. Uh, so now to think that you have a child who in 15 years will also be going to Town Square and South Point. Yeah, I'm making assumptions. Those things won't exist. We'll be in a post-apocalyptic hellscape and they'll be fighting <laughs> off zombies. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a mind fuck and it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, and I guess I've kind of been alluding to it. I've kind of been able to keep it somewhat of a surprise a little bit, I guess. But my number one is moving to Oregon. Was Woo! the big move. Woo! Yep. It's very scary. Took the Oregon Trail. Yep. Uh, no one got eaten, luckily. Well, or dysentery. <laughs> not until we got here, at least. And, uh, <laughs> whoa. So I did that the wrong nah, way. Nah, Technically, it should have been yeah, this yeah. way. I'm like... But it's uh, going to be flipped, right? Because it's inversed. Sure. I just realized... You're don't scourged. say the Rocky. Don't say the Rocky thing. Don't don't draw attention to it. Well, here's what's even funnier, because I was actually going to say something about that poster before, is because of the way your light is reflected, it just says rock. <laughs> I'm a big fan so, of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> it's not a rock. It's a boulder. Oh, you got that backwards. It's not a boulder. It's a rock. A ra ha ha ha. The only reason I remember that is because he cries rock afterwards. A ra ha 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 ha. Don't judge me. Well, it's because it's inversed because of the way the camera is set up. So I had to say it that way so that way it would. Little sidebar. You know what's unwatchable? The first two what? seasons of Family Guy. I used to love them when I was younger. <laughs> me and Audrey tried to watch them again and we were like, oh my God. Like the audio it was so bad. You could tell it was like made in his garage like it's an indie like well, cartoon do you remember the first season of simpsons like homer oh. looked different yeah they you know they made an entire simpsons rule book because of the some of the animations in that first season really like, no that they would never do again because they looked so ugly that they were like no we'll never like i think that's the one where like bart's eyes will never be both eyes on the same side of his head because they used to do that and then they were like nope that's oh ugly. yeah i think i do remember Stop doing that, that yeah um but yeah uh yeah either, <laughs> i don't know why i'm trailing off but no moving out here was absolutely insane uh it was up it was scary as hell uh to just kind of up and move entirely because it's one thing to move like 30 minutes across town. That can be intimidating because it's like, oh, man. And I even lived up like an hour away in Aliante with my dad oh, for a yeah, while. Dude, like, out there. Like years ago. But driving 16 hours up through the desert and then hitting an entirely new landscape, like watching the landscape change was insane because we drove up here from Vegas to Oregon and going from desert to kind of that midland desert where you have some shrubs some grass in the desert and then just forest like the thickest forest you've ever seen you would like i almost couldn't believe that these things were 12 hours away from each other it's it's almost oh yeah it almost feels like how can the earth sustain this desert and then this fucking forest 10 hours yep. away from each other it doesn't it almost doesn't make sense science um, but yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, and the people out here are just awesome. Uh, almost every interaction so far has been great. You want to hear something crazy? 
So Audrey got her car broken into um, oh. the other night. Yeah, sadly. Uh, we're assuming it was a homeless person unhoused, something something along those lines. Um, and she thinks she might have left the door unlocked. So we're kind of like yeah, kicking ourselves like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but they, she left her debit card in there. And they took her debit card. And the only thing they did was go to the laundromat and then buy $30 or $40 worth of stuff from CVS and then nothing else was used. And then, oh. so, so Audrey texted her dad and told her about this and her dad was just like, you got different homeless people out there in Oregon. <laughs> like, I'm just taking what I need. For real, I was half expecting the card to be back in the car by the end of the day. <laughs> With like a thank you note and a bottle of champagne. Yeah, this is on you. Yeah. <laughs> is on you no, they buy you a gift with your debit card yeah because when she told me one of the only charges was laundromat i was kind of like oh that's kind of nice like i i know i like i don't know I, that's such a weird reaction but i was like oh the poor guy like if the first thing when you steal a debit card like a card with unlimited money that you don't know what's on it right you go to a laundromat it's a front <laughs> Well, they only spent like 36 bucks or something like that, like for <laughs> they had a sale <laughs> to refill a bunch of cards. Yeah, I no, I just I don't know why that was my but again, see, you're twisted by the by the Las Vegas. Yeah, mindset. I, I'm, I'm like, no, there's always there's always something behind it. But out here, it's just like, no, I think this dude just needed to wash his clothes and get some snacks. And then I also think it may have got confiscated from him because there is an unhoused, like, quote unquote, problem out here. And mm. A lot of the places, if if the guy even told us at the bodega down the street that if if an unhoused person uses a debit card, they will usually be like, "Hey, do you have an ID that matches this?" Because otherwise, they stole it or you know they yeah. found it or something. So it may I'm have just got they, confiscated. They took her car card, washed it because they felt bad. <laughs> no, or they left it in one of the pockets, and that's no. Our only chance. They almost had their ticket out. No, yep. like yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that day. That's our top five. Um, Woo, we made it. That's our best moments of the year. And as far as I know, that's our episode. <laughs> so we're, we're just going to skate over the whole thing that you actually did this week. You actually did the assignment. Oh, so. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that in this episode or in the movie. Oh, because it's part of the film? The yeah, film I thought club. we could kind of maybe start off that episode talking about okay. it a little bit. I'm um, good with that then. But as hey, as a bit of a, uh, not even spoiler, as a bit of a teaser, uh, I Ooh, did watch two spicy. episodes of Dakashi Kashi. At least two. I know, I'm behind. I'm very behind. Sorry. I'm a bad person. Uh, I, I did find, you know what's really funny though, is that when I did go to watch it, I didn't even bother going back to your texts and finding the sign-ins and everything. I just found this website that streams them for free. Like it's, it's sketchy, but it, it's easy. Like literally, it's just load up. It's called NineAnimeTV.to. Nine. Are we gonna get canceled for that? No, I don't think so. NineAnime.tv. Oh, I'm sorry. No, whatever. You heard me say it the first time. It's yep. we're not sponsored by any means because this is probably an illegal website. But uh, <laughs> yeah. They have all the first season on there, uh, dubbed and subbed, so we're good to go. Why don't you tell tell the people at home who our sponsor is today? 
Uh, our sponsor was... Bath and Body Works. Hey, Bath and Body Works. Thank you so much for being a part of uh, the podcast. Yeah, and... Um, man, I can't imagine why we don't get sponsors. Uh, we're literally throwing ourselves out there. We're killing it, too. Like, every time we have a fake sponsorship, I would buy this. From what you just said. What? Did, what repeat that. What did you say again? It was something about... Yeah, thank you, Bed Bath & Beyond. Or being a being part a part of the, of the podcast po exactly. program. I, Man, I fucking nailed that. Jesus. This does smell good though. Audrey got this for me. It's, it's nice. And you it's can get your, your free We have to make this clear. We are not sponsored by Ben. Thank you for watching, everyone. Make sure to join that Reddit and Discord. Links are in the description as always. Leave us some questions. Uh, follow us on is, social medias. Is Zelda in the description? You just said links in the description. Ah, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Why didn't I? All right. Oh, God. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>